Welcome to the Goth and the Sloth. I'm your Sloth, Matt. And I'm Luna the Goth. This is the podcast of two friends living a country apart, living our best lives, and getting over surgeries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> uh, so we are back after two weeks. So um, as a reminder, we are covering the COVID pand- COVID-19 pandemic for the first part of our podcast. It was only supposed to be a temporary measure, but... Uh, Turned to be a whole year's worth of fun. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, back after two weeks. How you feeling? How, how's everything going? I am feeling awesome, actually. Like I, uh, I'm still, you know, recovering in like the smaller senses, mm-hmm. the, the more intricate stuff. But like, I feel pretty freaking great, and I can eat things. So. I'm pretty happy about that. I don't know if they implanted things in me. We'll find <laughs> out. Maybe something is... I don't know. But as of right now, I'm pretty pleased. Very awesome. So how is uh, how is how are things with you? Uh, you know, they are what they are. We'll get into more detail in a bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Thanksgiving was good. How's your Thanksgiving? Did you, were you able to eat stuff? It was actually pretty stuff? good, yeah. Huh? Were you able to eat stuff? I did eat things. That's I had good. steak and mashed potatoes. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, let's jump into it. What's going on in the greater Virginia area these days? So uh, <laughs> after not <laughs> looking at anything for a while, these numbers were kind of like little slaps across the face. Yeah. Um, so we're at 233,613 cases, which is up about 43,000 from two weeks ago. Um, and we're at 14,516 hospitalizations, which is up about 2,500. And then our deaths are at 4,054 people, which is of about 350 people um, in two weeks. Uh, we still only have 11 cases of multisystem inflammatory syndrome in, in children. And I like looked at um, some of the numbers about like how, what percentage of ICU beds are we at and stuff like that. Virginia is at about 75% mm-hmm. uh, at capacity. However, that doesn't include our like surge beds. So like if things get really bad, the thing about surge beds though, for me is like, where are they? Like, if the if it gets really bad down in Roanoke and the surge beds are in Arlington, like that's not gonna do anything. So I don't really know how to read the surge bed situation for an entire state. Yeah, maybe uh, they're in cans of surge that they hold that they have off to the side and they open that up and oh the dear bed Lord. pops out. Would that not be the most twenty twenty <laughs> thing? Like, oh, this virus is ravaging our population. The cure is surge. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, that's a that's a bad movie waiting to be ha- be made. <laughs> um, that being said, uh, those numbers. I mean, we're recording this the weekend of Thanksgiving, so yeah, you know, which despite the pandemic, in general this is still closing in on being the biggest travel holiday of the year. Yeah. Still. Absolutely. Um, so officials and 
many individuals are concerned mm-hmm. uh, that about what this is going to mean in a couple of weeks and like whatever it does mean in a couple of weeks, that's going to be our baseline for the December holiday travel season. So I don't know. I think just, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Along those lines, our, uh, our mayor, the Denver mayor got some notoriety, I think nationally. I saw that. uh, For that exact reason where he's like, no, everyone needs to stay home. Don't see your families, blah, 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 blah. And then he uh, takes a flight to uh, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, I saw so. that because I was like, and it wasn't even like Denver news. Like it was like other like ne- you know. Yeah, no, it got it, general news. Yeah, it caught on. <laughs> I was like, why is Mayor Hancock in the news? Oh, <laughs> not good, not good, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's if he wasn't already termed out, that would pretty much be it for him. I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah. he is termed out, so I guess he can do whatever he wants because it doesn't matter. I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's how that works now. It is. Yay. Hooray. <laughs> um, I do have one other uh, news story that I wanted to mention. Uh, in El Paso, Texas, on November 20th, the National Guard was sent in to help with the current morgue crisis happening there due to a wave of deaths due to COVID. Um, the county judge, Ricardo Semenyago, murdered that last name, I'm so sorry, uh, told CNN affiliate KVIA, uh, quote, right now they're helping us with the overflow of transporting where the trailers are and trying to get some movement so we don't have backup. We've got a lot of loved ones waiting for relatives and moms and dads. So, it's a pretty grim sight. They were they had prisoners. They were paying prisoners two dollars an hour to uh, move dead mm-hmm. bodies because it was just they were just so backed up. Um, and this brings me to teeny tiny soapbox, <laughs> <laughs> which is lest we forget the goal is to flatten mm-hmm. the curve and. What that means, again, is a lower rate of infection so that a wall of humans don't need hospital beds and at the sa- all at the same time, and then some are denied care, and then boom, deaths increase to even more terrifying numbers than what they yep. are right now. Um, a personal anecdote, my brother-in-law's cousin, someone I've never met in person, uh, he lived in Florida, uh, became ill with COVID in April. Uh, went to the ER, was told to go home because he didn't have, like, ongoing shortness of breath. His symptoms weren't bad enough uh, to to admit him because in Florida it was nuts. So they had to up their, you know, baseline for admitting yep. people. And uh, he died two, la- two days later in his home. Uh, and he was in his ma- mid-30s. Wow. So it's like, I know this is one person, but it's like you need those those individual anecdotes to kind of fill in what we're like the in between the lines of all of the national coverage and state coverage and all of that stuff it's it's just uh we have to flatten the curve guys come on (laughs) (laughs) anyway all right what about you what's going on in colorado i'll get off my little soapbox no that's fine uh not 
not good things. Uh, so we're at 220,953 cases. Um, since we were gone two weeks, I went ahead and went average per day since we've been gone, since our mm-hmm. last recording. Uh, we're roughly averaging about 5,000 cases a day mm. um, uh, since we've been gone. Uh, we have, we're at uh, 13,287 hospitalizations. We're averaging 160 a day. Mm. Not good. Ouch. And 2,521 deaths, averaging 17 deaths every single day from whoa that's uh it's so bad i mean you guys were so far behind where you know virginia was for so long and now you're catching up like yeah no we're we're now um neck and neck well according to cdc we're now the 13th most cases by state wow so we're we have jumped right back up there um, because of that, uh, we're fully closed down for the most part. Um, all indoor dining is closed. All oh, really? bars that I are didn't bars are closed. Everything was like closed, closed. I saw some new restrictions, but all of that's out the window. It's all closed now. Yeah, they're they're allowing outdoor dining still. So they actually made a new color on our warning sheet. Oh, no. To, to try and find this halfway in between sort of maybe like thing. So instead of closing everything, they've done this like, well, if you can do outdoor dining, but then again, it's Colorado in November. You don't do outdoor dining. That's cold. <laughs> it's kind of cold. <laughs> um, I mean, unless I am sitting directly under one of those heat lamp things, like yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, yeah, a lot of bars are all uh, bars that are just bars are all closed. Um, I think uh, everyone has to close at like nine o'clock, or at least the restaurants do. I don't know if there's any retail as of yet, like blockages or, but I know most places are only allowed fifteen percent of capacity. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know wow. what that means for retail, but I do know I did have to go to Target today, um, and it was not like the weekend of Thanksgiving Target. Oh, really? Yeah. You, know, you would imagine it would be nuts. It usually is nuts. I worked there for five years, and the whole entire weekend of, of Thanksgiving is insane, and this one yeah. was like I had to wait you know, five minutes in line at the register. So. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So, I don't know. Hopefully, people are taking it to heart to not go out, but... Yeah. I mean, well... I just... I think that... It also depends on where you are, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the week before Thanksgiving... um, Let's say... What was that? That was, like, Monday. It was Monday of Thanksgiving week. So, Mm -hmm. this past Monday. I don't know what what is time. I've been (laughs) laying around my apartment (laughs) for two weeks. Um. But we went to get gas at Costco. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is my first outing into the world. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go with you to get gas. I'm going to sit in the car. <laughs> and, uh, and I went, and the Costco parking lot was packed. Like, packed, packed. Wow. It was crazy. Like, it, we got gas, and then it took us like a solid five minutes to get out of the parking lot because of traffic. Wow. <laughs> it's just nuts. And like, 
it looked like that at Kroger. It looked like that everywhere. Like, I don't think it depends on where you are. Like, I think uh, that um, we don't have these really stringent. Like, we do have more uh, stringent guidelines that they put in place because of the new, like, basically because of a bunch of bars and restaurants were breaking a bunch of rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they did put us on, like, basically they made it enforceable if you're not, like, doing the cleaning. Sure. Like, okay. so now a uh, health department, I think people can go around and if you're not doing it, it's like a misdemeanor and you have to pay a bunch of money or whatever as a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it was like, please. <laughs> 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 um, and then uh, like they put some, like you can't serve alcohol like at a bar anymore. Like you have to serve like a restaurant so you have to put people uh, at tables only table service them. yeah yeah table service um so they finally put that in place because we had a problem where a bunch of people were just like walking in the door of a bar with masks on and then taking their masks off and doing whatever they wanted um and then they did uh no alcohol after 10 p.m so wow yeah like that yeah. it it was it's something it's not as crazy of a lockdown is what's happening where you are yep um but yeah it's i don't know it's a weird because i keep hearing like oh the stores are empty and then also being like oh there's a crazy line outside of best buy because they didn't do the overnight thing so yeah i don't know yeah and my sample size is very small too i went to one target for <laughs> you know <laughs> i guess that's literally the smallest sample size yeah. you can. <laughs> Anyway, all right, so what else is going on? Um, another story kind of interesting uh, is, have you heard about what's going on in Slovakia? No. So they've been very low up until October. They've been doing okay. really good with it, and then they had a big spike. And they are the first country to implement mass testing for all adults in the entire country. Whoa. So they're attend- essentially going to be trying to put everyone under house arrest until you have a negative test. Huh. You have to stay That's at your like... home. You can't leave until you've had a negative test. I mean, that, wow, that's incredible. I mean, that yeah. that is literally like the way it should in a perfect world happen. Of course, that would yeah. never happen in the United States. Oh, no. Um, but like, let's say you know, God forbid this disease or Bob or whoever it is mm-hmm. <laughs> that you pray to. <laughs> it's more vernacular. <laughs> but um but like if this virus or another virus down the road is like, you know, Ebola meets tuberculosis meets like you know aliens popping out of your stomach like horrifically deadly like 99 percent chance you'll die that's i think what would happen is that everybody would be in lockdown where exactly where you are until you're tested and then you can you know live a life sort exactly (laughs) so i thought that was kind of interesting yeah they're they're taking it super serious and it's a difference in countries again like um, how New Zealand hasn't had a case in like a month now, something like that. I'd have to double check the numbers, but 
because they took it so seriously so early. Weird. Um, oh my god. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Australia. Um, you know, they had multiple lockdowns, but every time it, it kept their cases low. And once it peaks again, they lock everyone down again. Um, I think it was Thailand. I was trying to double check. I couldn't find the story again, but there was a concert in some, um, Southern Asian country, like a big one because they were celebrating 200 days without a case of COVID. Whoa. <laughs> And that, so they're allowed to go to concerts. Ah, it's so frustrating. <laughs> I've been having this like visceral reaction lately when I've been talking to my family about holidays and like how they're probably not going to happen. I mean, like they're not going to mm-hmm. happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, so it's just, you know, like talking about how, oh man, like my dad's turning 70 this year and you know, there's like a lot going on and it would have been so great to see each other. And of course we're thinking about like holidays past and stuff, but every time I like have these conversations, I end up with this visceral, like upswell of like, Oh, I'm so mad at Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Because Um. he totally like, if he would have made different choices at the beginning and listened to the scientists and everybody else we would be in a very different spot right now and the u.s is leading in deaths like per capita like it's just sad (laughs) and yeah we have like we still have like three percent of the world's population overall something like that a yet a quarter of the covid yeah it's in the entire world disgusting Ugh. anyway okay uh, yeah. On top of that, uh, have you heard about Christmas in England? I thought this was a funny story. No. Uh, they're they're going to give uh, cor- or uh, you know lockdown day off on Christmas. At least last I heard. What? So apparently, COVID's just going to take a vacation for a day, and everyone can go do whatever they want on Christmas. Huh. Did they talk to COVID about this? <laughs> Can you take one day off? Be really great. Like I don't know if COVID's gonna hold up its side of the deal. Like it's a slippery <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> it's it's weird, and yeah, they're another one that are not doing great. So, and that this is exactly why it's a perfect illustration of why. Like yeah, people are gonna bitch, and people are gonna be like, nah, meh, 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 my freedoms, blah blah. blah. Got to see my family, and it's like. But if you don't see them this year, that means you can see them years later because they don't get sick and yeah, die. Yeah, totally. Like, so. you know, I was thinking about to my parents, like, I was like, well, I mean, maybe we can have a spring meal, at, like gathering or, a, you know, summer yeah. gathering or whatever. We'll just pick a season. <laughs> we'll show up and we can still make turkey if that's what everyone wants. But nobody wants that. So we'll just... <laughs> eat delicious Trinidadian food and call it a day. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I, my, you know, my my parents are old, as most of ours are, if you're our age. Yeah. <laughs> and I just am not willing to, like, risk it like that. I don't know. Anyway, I guess I'm different, yeah. so. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, like, um, 
I quarantined for like three weeks prior to Thanksgiving so I could see family. Yeah. And I think other people could have done that sort of thing, but no one, like, they're all, oh, I got to see my grandma. Well, th- fine. Quarantine for weeks before you yeah, do it. Yeah, totally. But no one, but no one wants to take that sacrifice because it's not actually about seeing grandma for most people. Right. It's about raising a stink, mm-hmm. about freedoms. Yeah, or like the seeing grandma is a hundred. Well, I won't say a hundred percent. Is mostly selfish and not so much about grandma. It's about you seeing your grandma, not how much you yep. care about your grandma. <laughs> yeah. Oh, (laughs) shade thrown, but you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. I see, you know, I keep seeing all the complaints like, you can't tell me what to do on Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, I can. It's it's the government. Um, I mean, but like, if you really wanted to have a regular Thanksgiving, there's ways to have it safely. You just have to sacrifice some extra things on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my whole thing is like, well, I don't know. I I won't beat this horse to death. So we got time. That's yeah, fine. that's okay. Yeah, you carry on, carry on. Um, and that's pretty much all I had uh, for national and local news. Um, besides our mayor being a giant dickhead. That's uh, so weird. What a weird choice. I am a public right? figure. I am telling you to stay home. Goodbye. <laughs> And on the complete opposite end, our governor was had an exposure, so he was totally quarantined for all of Thanksgiving. Oh, like, wow. Yeah. By himself in the mayor's mansion and even sent all his staff home and everything. Oh, good for him. God. And at least uh, keep your staff safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so what's going on in Luna's world on top of you losing a an organ? Um, mostly that. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah i don't i don't have a whole lot of news other than like yo i feel so much better (laughs) (laughs) that's great like it's almost like an immediate feel better well yeah like it is kind of but at the same time like not really because the first few days you're like i hate everything i can only feel pain blah 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 but then after that goes away then you're like oh oh <laughs> so here I'm at like a little uh, almost two weeks after it and I feel pretty great like I can eat delicious things and cookies and cupcakes and I'm very happy about it <laughs> very good yeah and there's no like... uh, yeah it's like the ultimate body mod like oh you got you got your uh you know nose pierced well I took out an organ <laughs> gallbladders are for posers <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, so I was here uh, with my partner the, for the first week, and it was pathetic. Um, you know, there was that moment of like after surgery where I was like a pathetic little burrito, <laughs> like laying blankets, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> and uh, and the meds like didn't really touch it. I mean, it did. It did help. It Again, mm-hmm. I always feel like with opiates, like, it just kind of makes you loopy enough to forget that you care that you're in pain, but you still feel sure, it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't sleep very well the first couple nights because I was like, owie. <laughs> but then uh, after, after a little while, I was able to dose myself with Tylenol PM and um, 
and then yeah I was off the opiates in about three days and then I was just whiny and sore (laughs) (laughs) and now I have new topography of the midriff uh, that I'll have to get used to but um, yeah yeah, all the I mean it was successful it went well yeah good and it can always be worse because it could have been like if you had this like in the 80s, you'd have just probably like a big oh, old God, scar up your yeah. belly or something. Yeah, and that would have taken like six weeks to get over. Like, oh, yeah. so thankful. That was like my big thing. I was like, I just don't want to fall asleep and then wake up and there's like a giant gash across my side. Because <laughs> they had to like go in in a different way or whatever. But nope, that didn't happen. I just hung out. The The people at the hospital I went to were, were awesome. It was actually the first medical experience where everyone was rad um nice and especially apparently this is my partner's words um because i don't remember very well (laughs) but (laughs) apparently the food people that like because i was admitted to the hospital after for observation and stuff and um okay yeah they the food people the people that bring you your liquid diet (laughs) Mm -hmm. are so like jazzed and happy and like really full of personality and cheerful and stuff and i don't remember that too well but good for them (laughs) keep it keeping it happy during the worst time yeah yeah yeah. it was it it was a really cool uh humbling experience that i'm happy is over (laughs) so i'm back (laughs) Back. (laughs) yeah What's going on with you? Oh, so much. I know, I know. <laughs> Tell the good people what are So, happening. yeah, everything that's happened in the two weeks all gets trumped by what happened Thanksgiving evening into last night is uh, my car got stolen. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. So I, um, you know, uh, when I got parked at the end of the, after Thanksgiving, I had all these leftovers and I had my laptop and I had some tripods because I set up like a Zoom meeting uh, for my family so we can have it on the TV. So it's just easier. So we're not all huddled around, you know, a laptop. Uh, so I was like, well, make sure I get my laptop because I don't like my area and get the get the food. And it's like, uh, don't worry about the tripods. I don't think anyone's going to steal the tripods. <laughs> famous last words <laughs> right <laughs> and i uh go to get the tripods the next day to record a video and i hit the i couldn't find it and i hit the little clicker on my button like i don't i don't see anything click 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 god damn so I had to first call, you know, the towing company that tows for us to make sure they didn't pick it up for whatever reason. Right. Like eliminate eliminate the easiest things first. Yeah. You know, and no, uh, they did not pick it up. Um, eventually, I did find the key lock after I called the cops, but I did find the key lock that they ripped open from the door. So they like ham ham fisted the door. Yeah. Um, and I got the GPS going on my phone. Uh, to find the car and here's a fun story about how useless the cops still are <laughs> yeah. um 
So I got that going, and I, when it finally connected, because I didn't pay for it, so I, so I was like, well, I'll pay for it now, and then I'll find my car. And it took a while to, you know, everything to register and it to ping. And when it finally hit up, I called the cops like, hey, it's uh, over here. So here's the first story. So I'm in Arapahoe County. I call them up and like, hey, that car I reported stolen under this case number, it's it's here right now. Like, oh, well, that's Denver. Let me send you over to the Denver department. Oh, my God. By the time it gets worse, by the time I got to Denver and I refreshed, it was now in Aurora. They had to transfer me to the Aurora oh department. Oh, my God. Um, and they just like gave, like, they just basically took the basic area and the description of the car and that's about it. So I called Blue Link, uh, because my car's a Hyundai and that's their OnStar and that's where I was getting this GPS info and I was hoping they could shut it down. Apparently my car doesn't have that option to shut off the engine. Oh no. Um, but they cop talked to the police apparently and they even came back like, yeah, it didn't sound like they really wanted that information. Oh, come on. Like the information of it's literal this stolen car is literally right here. God. Would you like to go pick it up? And to make it even worse, at least for me, is once you report it stolen with Blue Link, they disable your account so you don't get that GPS info. I'm assuming it's so people don't you oh, know, go, get a go po- to it. get a posse together and get it. And then get shot. But uh <laughs> I actually uh <laughs> I actually called them this morning since I called the cops and didn't hear anything. And it's like, well, you should have found it by now because we have GPS info. So yeah. what are you doing? And as so it's still, quote, at large. And I can't get any more information outside of that because it's the weekend and the clerk's people aren't there. So they won't tell me anything. Uh... So so what I did is I called Blue Link up. It's like, it was uh, totally recovered. It was, yeah, it recovered. You can uh, unlock my account uh, anytime. And uh, so they should. It hasn't happened yet, but they're going to hopefully unlock my account so I can get that GPS info again. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I'm going to uh, spy on my car. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I won't interact, but if I see it parked with no one around, I'm going to call the cops and be like, hey, I did your job for you. The stolen <laughs> car is right here. You want to come get it? Because I'm right here. Right. And uh, you may want to come for my safety, too. <laughs> right. Good God. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So all the n- nice modernness of cars that we thought would help so much to not get stolen, like the chip in the key so it won't start unless it's got the proper key and if it's unlocked properly. Yeah, somehow they're able to bypass that. The whole, well, here's your car. You know, we can just go get it. So... Um, that, that apparently, at least in Colorado, is useless to police. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to bother with it. That's annoying. I just, it's... well, you know, uh, apparently they needed, you know, they need tanks and insane yep. weapons, but they can't freaking find your car. That's really frustrating. I'm sorry you're dealing with that. That is, it is. like, ugh, the last thing you needed this year, maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> And yeah, I was actually uh, only had like three thousand left to pay on it, too, oh, so come almost on. paid off. <laughs> and uh, I also found out because uh, it's a Hyundai, that's apparently Korean cars are now the big stealing oh, yeah. ticket item. Oh yeah, I was unaware of this. I thought it was still Hondas. Mm-mm. No, it's moved to Hyundai's. It has. So. I don't know why, but it has. I mean, have you seen my car? It's pretty badass. Okay, buddy, <laughs> friend, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> 
So yeah, no, just gonna have to go through all that. I got a, you know, uh, loaner car right now and not that I really drive anywhere, right. but at least it'll get me to the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. So Lord. Well, despite all of that, how was your Thanksgiving though? Like you <laughs> what did you do? What'd you eat? Uh Thanksgiving was good. Uh I technically had two Thanksgivings, which was fun. Mm. Um so uh, I had a friend that made a bunch of meals to give out to single people that were having Thanksgivings because she always makes too much turkey. And I was like, oh, put me on that. Screw it. Yeah. yeah. And I uh, also contributed some chutzpah to that, nice. which is mashed corn and potato, or it's mashed carrots and potatoes. So it's like the next evolution in mashed potatoes. It's really good. <laughs> the next evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it, so uh, I went to my parents, uh, and it was also my nephew's birthday because uh, he's born right around Thanksgiving. Obviously, depending on the year, because Thanksgiving's never the same day. Um, so we had a birthday party slash uh, Thanksgiving. So that was fun. Cute. And then when I got home, I had another Thanksgiving meal in my fridge waiting for me. That's awesome! Yay! So, Ate a ton of food. Um, I attempted to make a pie crust for the first time ever from scratch. <laughs> it was very uh, cute. It, <laughs> it didn't quite work. I just got a, it. It tasted good. What happened was I didn't roll it out enough. Mm. I need to roll it out more mm. uh, be, to uh, c- uh, a cause for shrinkage when you do the blind bake. Yeah. So that was the only part that was missing, but I did buy a backup crust, so... <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> as i so i still had pumpkin pie that i made just the crust was not my crust fair fair but uh good stuff yeah no it was still a good thanksgiving just uh you know family and all that a little bit better than most thanksgivings to be honest because my family's very large and it can be a bit overwhelming sometimes yeah. um because i have four cousins and each one of them have at least one kid. Do they all come for Thanksgiving? And we have, yeah. Oh. None of my family lived in the same area. Like, my family's huge, but everybody would, like, somebody was going to have to fly out across the country. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we all live in, uh, yeah, uh, Metro call, metro Denver, huh. essentially. Wow, cool. Um, so it it gets, but it can get incredibly, like, there's too many people. I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But so it was nice to have a kind of smaller one where we can just, you know, relax a bit. Good. And we attempted to have a Zoom meeting. It technically worked, but you know, Zoom meetings with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, it's mostly screaming. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you say? What? <laughs> How are you? No, no, not you. I already talked. You know, no, you. Yep. Yep. And if there's a kid anywhere yeah. around, wow, he's so big. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we had uh, fighting dogs the entire time in the background. Oh, too. Lord. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. So, so it went as well as it could be, but the day itself was pretty good. And then um, over our break, I've been doing a lot of writing of music. Yeah. So. That's been good. The band's been on a break because a bunch of uh, COVID scares. Yeah. So we're having our first practice uh, tomorrow oh, as nice. well because 
everyone that's ha- uh, around someone that had it no longer has any symptoms or anything. So cool. We think we're safe. So yeah. Yay! And awesome. on top of that, we're getting booked for shows for next year already. Oh Lord, I know everybody's like eager and hopeful, but it's like yeah. Good luck. Yeah, we're taking it exactly as that of like, sure we'll do it. If you're not open though, we're not. You know, it is what it is. Right. Like yeah, exactly. So hopefully we'll be paying Lost Lake and maybe Larimer Lounge. Ooh, so, fun! Yeah. I like Lost Lake. That's a fun spot. Yeah. Cool. So. Yeah, that's about it. I don't know if we have a topic this week, really, if we were just going to discuss stuff that happened during the break. Yeah, um, so basically it's a catch-up episode, uh, and we have talked a lot about COVID and each of us, what we've been up to, um, but I'm just going to kind of timestamp us on where we're at with the presidential stuff. Perfect. <laughs> so... Uh, Essentially, the biggest news that you need to know that has happened between the last time we recorded and now is that Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States and Kamala Harris will be the, I don't know, number of <laughs> vice president. Yeah, because there's been multiple vice presidents. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not always the same, too. I don't know. Um, but but does he have to win Georgia like five or six more times before yeah, he becomes president? Yeah, who the president? hell knows? I mean... <laughs> How many more times do you need to win to win? (laughs) So, yeah, the big thing here um, and what we're joking about is that the current president, of course, is making a stink about it. And he's launched several lawsuits, which I think is over 30 lawsuits. um, I think so. To battle this decision as saying that it's a super, super fraudulent election, yada, yada, yada. Um, But none of it has stuck. I, this is like mostly what I wanted to talk about. So the U S district court judge, Matthew Brand delivered a scathing ruling in Pennsylvania that sums up the spirit of this whole election lawsuit effort from the president. Okay. Quote, this court has been unable to find a case in which a plaintiff has sought such a drastic remedy in the contest of an election in terms of the sheer volume of votes asked to be invalidated. One might expect that when seeing such a startling outcome, a plaintiff would come formidably armed with compelling legal arguments and factual proof of rampant corruption. Instead, (laughs) this court has been presented with strained legal arguments without merit and speculative accusations unsupported by evidence. In the United States of America, this cannot justify the disenfranchisement of a single voter, let alone all the voters of its sixth most populated state. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, that was a Georgia judge, right? No, Pennsylvania. Okay, so that's the one that was even Trump-appointed judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, he's basically saying, yeah, well, um, so they're just going, oh, I don't like the outcome. We need to look again. But why? Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> And to be clear, I don't mind that they filed lawsuits where they thought there was fraud. If if you think there's fraud, file a lawsuit because rulings can offer often offer like decisive blows here and there. Um, It just sucks that it is such a waste of time and taxpayer money because of 
his ego, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's embarrassing, frankly. <laughs> but so has been it being is. an American for the last four years. <laughs> oh, God, you have no idea. I was listening to a sidebar, but still yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to my friend, uh, Cause. He does uh, streams where he just talks about political stuff mm-hmm. um, all the time. And he was on um, a stream with, it was him, he's from England, uh, someone from Scotland, and someone from Canada. <laughs> and they were shit-talking America so bad. And I was like, but they're accurate. Yeah, so. you can't say anything <laughs> to them at this point. Like, we have fallen in the global arena. It's embarrassing and it's embarrassing even more to me and this is like do not construe this as me saying that I don't like that I'm not happy that where I live or whatever like I don't necessarily want to like full-scale live in another country because this is you know the life that I'm trying to build like I and I believe Mm -hmm. in the American values like I believe we can be a better country if we just follow our own damn rules (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) but um but goddamn like we have like we needed to look in the mirror like and it's embarrassing when people are still like we are the greatest we're the best and it's like yo like they've they've seen behind the curtain like the world has seen how we disenfranchise millions of people in this country like the world has seen how poorly the police treat their citizens and Mm -hmm. how our medical system is trash and like we can't keep pretending (laughs) like we just have to fix it (laughs) Yeah, we're essentially the what the two thousand three Browns, uh, going. We're number one. We're like, oh, no, you ostensibly are not. You are zero and thirteen. <laughs> you are not number one at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's frustrating and it's hard like to have the conversations with people because there seems to be such a divide. And I think that's going to be is. our big challenge going forward. Is how do we function as such a divided country? Yeah, and I have a hard time kind of reconciling that with that too, because I know you can't continue to um, yell at a, a minority that already feels like they've been, mm-hmm. uh, you know, disenfranchised or picked on or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also, it's a whole lot of people that went in on being shitty for four years. Mm-hmm. Like they went full in on being shitty, and there has to be you know, consequences to that. You can't just roll up your flag. Like I see a lot of TikToks doing going, let's just get back together. Yeah. I'm going to put away my Trump banner. Like, no, 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 no. Like, because, it, and I, th- I, it's, I've, I've been trying to think of how to explain this for someone that doesn't see it this way. Right. That someone that's mm-hmm. like, maybe not that person, not the person that was like, you know, screaming in people's faces about Trump 2020, but like, you know, someone that's a little bit more center who is like, all right, well, this didn't go the way I was kind of hoping it would go, but maybe it'll be all right. Like just because I voted for Trump, maybe don't hate me kind of thing. Yeah. And for that person and those people, if they are, if there are any, I mean, I'm, 
Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm notoriously naive, so <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but to those people, I just, I just want to emphasize that like, this isn't like a team sport situation. Like, this isn't like, mm-hmm. oh, my team wa- won, your team lost. Ah, we'll get you next time. Like, that's not what's happening right now. This is a situation where people's lives and livelihoods have been on the chopping block because of the people you supported. Yeah. And now you're asking those people to forget that you supported people who were saying all lives matter. And, you know, there's no, there's no systemic systemic racism in this country. Like Mm -hmm. we can't just be like, Oh, it's cool that you thought that let's just pretend you never said that. It's like, no, now we know what's in your heart. You, now you have shown that you don't care about me and my life and my future and anyone that looks like me like that's not something i can just forget this isn't a oh the broncos are crap this year well i hope we get you next time you know (laughs) exactly yeah um, these are people's lives these are this is yeah and i and and this isn't a game exactly and i think that what comes up a lot is like economics like oh well you know i'm feeling really picked on as a business owner as a rich person i don't know i don't know any rich people but (laughs) 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 like i you know i've my taxes went up or whatever and it's like i understand that that to you relates to food on the table and i appreciate that i get that that can feel scary when you're like oh i have more taxes to pay so you know i'm not I'm going to be really against these efforts, but it's like, again, mm-hmm. your, you know, money's quote unquote food on the table that actually includes your, you know, butt ton of savings that I don't have. I literally have no yeah. savings. I'm in crazy medical debt at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know, I, like you have savings, you have comfort, you have all of these things that you take for granted every day. And I know that that's comfortable. I don't necessarily want you to be uncomfortable, but I want you to consider how many people are suffering so that you can have that. Um, So of course, I don't think the answer would be like, Oh, I suddenly care. I think they'd be like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I want my comfort. Um, So whatever, eat the rich, who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, but I it... keep thinking, like I said, I was, str- I'm struggling. I continue to struggle with how do I frame this in a way that someone could hear it because they're just not hearing it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, and I'm having a hard time reconciling it too. Cause like if, if all the voting records somehow got leaked and 7 million people maybe lost their jobs cause they voted for a piece of shit, I don't know if I'd be that angry, but also I know that would just cause more problems. Of course, that's how we got World War II. Exactly. You can't have that sort of retribution. But at the same time, it kind of like, you went all in on being shitty. So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a sticky situation. I'm definitely not on the forgive and forget Mm-mm. level. But... No, we definitely can't. I, I And I've never been the person that is going to shy away from reality 
Like I'm just not. Um, yeah. You did bad shit. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Like you did something that, or I did something to piss you off. Let's talk about it. Like I just, what is this whole hide from each other thing? Like you feel how you feel. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Like, don't go back into hiding and secretly <laughs> use the n-word now yep. after publicly using it for so long <laughs> Ugh, anyway uh, crazy times well i think that brings us into uh, our next segment and it's pretty fitting what are we distracting ourselves with from uh, this massive covid spike and electron bullshit well i have been um well as you know i've been quite stationary yeah. <laughs> so uh we watched the queen's gambit is that good i loved it i actually watched it twice because i watched it all the way up to the second to last episode before he got here and then we watched the whole thing again <laughs> <laughs> it was really good i really love that actress i don't remember her name it's the actress from the witch yeah um, ava and the... taylor something or another. something something yeah Anna, I don't know. Um, and the younger, the actress that plays her younger self is brilliant. I just, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It's so we- not weird. I just really liked that I was watching a show about chess. Yeah, and it's not. You don't have to know anything about it. It's a really great drama. It, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I went to go watch it and then realized it was a show and decided not to. Thought it was yeah, a movie. I do that sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I thought about Ratchet. I thought that that was a movie, and then I it was it was a show, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm that committed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um, I mean, I've been watching all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah. I read. I've been reading a lot again. I saw that. Um. So I'm super excited. I finished this book called Beloved by Toni Morrison. I devoured it in three days. It is amazing. Um, it's, I don't know that I recommend it if I don't know you. Like, hmm. if I, I'd have to know you to be able to okay. recommend it. <laughs> because it's like, it, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. Okay. It's a ghost story. Um, but it's all, it's like, chock full of so much more so much social stuff racial a ton of racial stuff colorism motherhood sisterhood being lonely community it's just it's a phenomenal book it was written in like 87 86 mid 80s um it's just incredible uh so i don't know look at it and decide if you have the emotional balls <laughs> all right <laughs> or boobs to watch or it boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um or read it sorry um so yeah that's i read that it's kind of been sticking to my ribs so i started a new book piranesi and i haven't gotten very far because i'm still like eating i'm still <laughs> chewing on beloved in my head sure. um so that's been really great, and I've been reading about Fred Frederick Douglass Ooh. at night, which has been nice. Um, and I've been doing uh, the Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving marathon. 
Nice. That self self imposed. <laughs> just going to each season and watching. Okay. Yeah. Episode. I do that uh, for American Dad, but for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. It yeah. makes me so happy. Did you so. watch the newest one? I just watched that yesterday. Oh yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I love it so much. Uh, the my favorite is still the first one, season three, episode four or something. I don't remember, but that is the one with the past. The cranberry sauce. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the best. And there's the My Neighbor Totoro little dream sequence. Yeah. Like, it's, I, it's still to this day, I think that's the best one. Bob's Burgers is great. It is great. Well, how about you? What about, what are your distractions? All sorts of stuff. So, um, as I mentioned before, I've been writing music again. I wrote my first, wrote, recorded, and generally mixed and released not haven't released it yet but my first uh original song in 10 years mm-hmm. so that's good i'm figuring out how and if i want to release it still but it's in the can is it not waiting. on soundcloud it's not on soundcloud yet now oh. i just sent it to you directly oh snap i thought i was <laughs> one of many <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, okay okay cool yeah um on top of that, my band put out a new music video, a quarantine music video, uh, shot from our all our houses. That was a lot of fun. Um, I'm playing a lot of Mortal Kombat uh, on GameCube, Deadly Alliance, like a really old <laughs> one. Goddamn. Throwback. <laughs> um, what else have I been? Oh, I watched The Trial of the Chicago 7. That's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It's... I have not looked at that at all, but it sounds heavy. It's good. It's really good. It's got uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's in it. And he's really good. Um, it's got uh, Newt Scarmander. Oh, I love um, him. Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Um, he's also really good. And uh, it's got JGL, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ah, 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 yes. <laughs> and he's he's playing a lawyer, and he's got this little suit, and it's adorable. He always looks good in a suit <laughs> or a vest. Or like a three-piece suit. It's yeah. just like I feel like that he was he popped out of the womb like that because it just fits him so well. I don't understand. Nah, because he had to watch Third Rock from the Sun when he had the long hair and he's oh, all grungy. Oh, I didn't watch that. Oh, yeah. No, he grew into it. But uh, <laughs> and a funny part about that though, and only I noticed this, but uh, it's got this great actress that I love called uh, her name is Caitlin Fitzgerald. And she's like 5'10", 5'11". Like, she's a tall lady. Oh. Every single one of her scenes has her sitting down. Oh. Because <laughs> Hollywood is afraid of tall women. Uh, it so is. <laughs> and so is half of America. Probably 7 million. Okay, that's not fair. But, <laughs> oh, it's so easy. All right, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, just watching movies um, and uh, playing some music and doing the things it's a good way to be yeah good way to be it's been nice so uh let's get into our um favorite part of this podcast uh only in a pandemic and major civil unrest (laughs) stories only that can happen during a pandemic or major civil unrest you got one for us i do um it sounds lamer than it is so stick with me okay <laughs> only in a pandemic does sunday feel more like thanksgiving than thursday 
And I only say that because for a lot of people, maybe not you because you went with your family and stuff, but for yeah. a lot of people that didn't do that, um, the Thursday of Thanksgiving was like, all right, it's a Thursday. I'm eating some food. And then there's football on, but the night game got canceled because of COVID. Yep. So the only good game that day, sorry, everybody else, but not really. Like, the first game was terrible. The second game was terrible. Yeah. No, I didn't bother (laughs) with uh, the Cowboys versus Team Redacted. It was, it was, uh, anyway, (laughs) it was not a good day for football. (laughs) Um. So I, and like, I stayed here, I was by myself and I, um, went over to a friend of mine where we do some social distance backyard stuff. So, uh, they grilled up some steak and had some mashed potatoes and some sides. So I went there and watched the game on their back porch and did that. And I came home and I was like, well, that kind of felt like a day, uh, any day, normal yeah. day, but Sunday, which hasn't happened as of the time of this recording. (laughs) Sunday, I'm planning on going to see my partner and watching the good football (laughs) and eating Thanksgiving sides and stuff that we can pick up from like Wawa or whatever. (laughs) And that is going to end up feeling more like Thanksgiving than uh, Thursday just because of the actual football element. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, what about you? What's your only pandemic story? So uh, only in a pandemic do you uh, make note of where your masks are when something gets stolen, I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. So I was taking inventory of what might have been in my car to bring it back to my car getting stolen again. (laughs) Let it go. No. Um, (laughs) But uh, I realized all my masks for going to stores was in the car. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to make a special trip. That's why I went to Target with a bandana that I found to go buy oh. more masks. <laughs> That's a bummer. And it's like yes. it wasn't expensive. It wasn't a pain in the ass. It was just sort of a weird like I wouldn't any sort of year like I would not have thought or cared no, you about wouldn't like have to be like, well, I guess I have to go to the store immediately to get masks because exactly. I won't be allowed to go anywhere. Yeah, that becomes a priority. It's not like you know, like my my sunglasses are in there. I'll I'll get other sunglasses at some point. Sure, but this became sure. like a like I have to go get some masks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've turned into like a a critical essential like accessory. Like yeah. you have to have it. Yep. <laughs> You totes got to get these. It's the new oh, hotness. <laughs> I don't know. I think Matt might be losing his mind. <laughs> it's been a long 400 months since COVID oh, started. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so I think that's another episode. So let's close this off with our hermit levels on the Leonardo DiCaprio scale a 10 being the revenant where you're out in the woods completely by yourself screaming at bears or <laughs> a one being the wolf of wall street and you're having a giant party and doing blow off of hookers asses <laughs> where are you at i think i can actually say i was a 10 i mean i wasn't screaming at bears uh, <laughs> because 
I don't remember what I was doing when I was going in for the <laughs> surgery. <laughs> like after they gave me the good stuff before that good, good stuff, like <laughs> I just remember, Ooh, that does tickle. And then I was like, huh? <laughs> like just totally <laughs> out of it. And then of course it's you, they, it's so that you don't remember. So then yeah. uh, later on, my partner was like, yeah, like I was still there for like a solid 20 minutes after that happened. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I remember that. So I could have been screaming at bears during that time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I did go to do, you know, go to my friend's place. It was just uh, me, her and her husband. And um, so I guess like 9.85. Um, but granted, this is over two weeks. And for that first week. It was a solid 10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about you? I'm almost right with you. Uh, barring Thanksgiving that I just had, that was actually the first time I talked to people in person in like three weeks. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because the band started shutting down before the podcast shut down. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see the band for long, and I was just in my, in my, in my house just... Completely isolated, and the only place I went was the grocery store. And that you and Spumoni are like wearing yep. matching PJs, watching TV, <laughs> watching Always Sunny in our our PJs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, right up there. I have not done anything. I haven't gone anywhere. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving was the first time I saw like real people. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, we've been, I think that's not a bad thing considering what's people happening. are dying all yeah. over the place. <laughs> for what's happening right now specifically uh, with the peak, that's that's good. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be a 10. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So where can people find us if they want to, uh, you know, hit you up, say what's going on? Uh, so you can find me at um, L-U-N-A underscore m-i-n-u-i-t at instagram and twitter um and you can find the podcast uh at goth and sloth on twitter and instagram and goth and sloth at gmail.com i haven't been super active on anything but you know i'll <laughs> come back around <laughs> at some point <laughs> you can always hit us up and be like post something little lazy bum i'll be like all right <laughs> What about you? I'm wizard underscore Matt on Twitter. Uh, wizard cosplay on the Instagram. My band is Leonardo Leonardo. We're Leonardo Leonardo band on SoundCloud and Facebook. And my my band by myself is Matthew James Music 2020 on SoundCloud. And my YouTube channel is Matt the Pharaoh Wizard. I'm just about to come out with a new episode all about the Black Canary. I'm very excited about that. So that should be coming out soon. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, please wash your hands. And wear your damn mask. <laughs>